Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome back to Fourth Down Focus, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I am Dan Lundy, host of the podcast and founder of Fourth Down University, a company focused on the training and development of kickers, punters, snappers, and coaches. We are in the second half of football season, and what a wild season it has been at this point. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all NFL and college football action this fall. With a new website and even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your phone to sign up to receive it, your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. And don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Episode 56 of the podcast welcomes Joe Frederick. Frederick is a native of Cedar Falls, Iowa, where he was a three-sport athlete for Janesville High School. Frederick would eventually prioritize long snapping, which led to his commitment to play for the University of Northern Iowa. At UNI, he would redshirt and later earn the starting job in his final two seasons for the Panthers. Currently, Frederick works in sales and is the founder of Long Snapping Lifestyle, one of my favorite follows on social media. Coach, it's been an honor. Um, to meet you uh, and it's an honor now to have you on the show finally how are you doing good i'm glad to be here i'm excited to uh talk a little long snapping yeah i found you during the pandemic um i'm active on twitter football is as well um it's really how i network it's how i meet kids how i meet coaches and uh yours interested me i'm a fan of long snappers and it seems to be each year I get older, I have much more of an appreciation for long snapping. Um, I've networked with some of the best that have ever done it. Kendall Gammon, uh, 15-year NFL veteran, long snapper, uh, also played on the line a little bit early in his career. You know, he's one of the most decorated guys, and you got to snap to Morton Anderson and some of the best kickers in the game. And I'm thankful to have him as an affiliate. And uh, you've joined that affiliation with me, and I, I think that this is going to grow. And I'm really excited at the way that you see long snappers and, more importantly, the way that you're trying to let everyone else or make everyone else aware of, like, their value and uh, how to develop these young men. So could you share a little bit more about your story starting in high school, perhaps how your baseball and track experiences complemented your snapping and what was that aha moment when you realized that snapping was going to give you the best opportunity to play college sports? Yeah, I can shed a little little light on that. So I went to high school at Janesville High School, like you mentioned earlier. Um, small eight-man football here in Iowa. I mean, you, you played both sides of the ball. You did whatever you could to play. Um, so I never really knew that long snapping was a specialty. Um, I was our center a whole 205 pound center 
um, playing playing line, working everything. And I just kind of figured that's what happened. Centers did the long snapping duties. I had no idea um, about the the skill of the position and really focusing in on that until about my junior, senior year. Um, we had a coach who had the opportunity to play a little bit at Iowa, and he kind of knew more of the college ranks than I did. Um, it wasn't something that I was really looking into. I thought, you know, an undersized guy, there's no way I can play where I want to play. Um, so that's kind of, it was, it was tough for me to realize that, but then, you know, coach Shane Hoff, he was like, Hey, you can be a snapper. You're built like a snapper. You've done the jobs. Um, so we kind of honed in on that. My last two years in high school, I knew I always wanted to go to the university of Northern Iowa. It was down the road. Um, I'd always seen those guys in purple and, and looked up to them as idols. So I was going to go there, whether I was snapping or not, chose to walk on. Uh, took a chance on me. They actually had a, a really good snapper there, but he had had a few concussions. He was banged up um, and they didn't really have a backup. So it was honestly perfect timing. They needed somebody just in case uh, I was I was willing to do it. And I got the opportunity to walk on. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, he had a injury his senior year. So I got to hold down the duties for four years. It was a, a lucky little opportunity for me. And that's what kind of has built up to the long snapping lifestyle is that evolution of my career and, and the luck that I've had. Um, and I just want to show other high schoolers, college level guys, you know, we have value. Um, you deserve what you get and you work hard to get it. So it, it's been really rewarding to work with high school and college guys and, and even reach out to some of those NFL guys. I think it's awesome that we have this community and we can continue building it. Yeah, technology is a beautiful thing. You know, we're all uh, cl much closer than we used to be. Like when I was growing up, uh, 90s and early 2000s, the people seemed a lot more distant, especially celebrities, right? Like you'd watch them on TV and you could, I don't know, reach out to their publicist or their PR firm. But but now you can DM someone. And if what you say makes an impact or whatever, you might get a response. And I think that's really neat. And I think that... um I think that it can be used in a positive way. I wanted to say, and it's kind of off script, but I think that you weren't lucky. I think also I want to touch on the fact that you played other positions, not, not just other sports like mentioned, but you played on the line. You, you did things. I think that some snappers now need to revisit, meaning I think specialization, I think just snapping and not having played and gotten physical with another body and blocked and covered and open field tackled. I think it's important for specialists, kickers, punters alike to to play a little football, to have that background. And I think it should be done at the youth level. And and hopefully you can play in, in high school if you're good enough. But, you know, many of these kids are not going to play guard or tackle or center. But I think having that experience makes you a much better long snapper. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think any sort of specialization um, at the younger levels is is bad for you as an athlete, um, <clears throat> like like you mentioned, I played basketball, I did track, um, even did a little golf for a while. Those all help you mentally, physically be ready for the football season. There's no reason to specialize in just one thing. Um, yeah, I, I kind of thought it was wild that some of the guys that I played with had just long snapped during high school. 
um, I thought, you know, wow, like, how does that not burn you out to be here? That's, I mean, that's nine years that you've been just snapping. Like, I, I couldn't do it. Um, I, I know guys in, you know, who get to go on farther, have careers for a long time just snapping, but enjoy the time while you can still be that undersized lineman, while you can still play linebacker. Like, get those skills. It's awesome. Yeah, D-line and O-line, those were the days, man, smashing helmets and you get that physicality. You can see some of the best long snappers in the NFL. Like they're not always just guys that snapped. Um, some didn't even snap in college. Um, they they were linebackers. They're physical dudes, and they learned how to craft the long snapping later on. Um, so I think it helps mentally. Obviously, it helps keep you in shape if that's something that you're not very disciplined in in the off season. So there's there's no downside to playing basketball or running track. Um, it's always going to help build on your athleticism. Thank you for sharing that. I couldn't agree more. I think it's important to, to find your body, you know, through several ways, you know, if you're, if you're only a soccer player, you're not going to have some lateral movements that baseball and basketball required and vice versa, you know? So I, I do think there's value in just get out there and hold a golf club and talk about a difficult sport right and and how important it is to be repeatable and don't deviate or be excessive right these are these are things that are directly uh, applicable to kicking and snapping and punting um so i want to shift the focus to to you a little more long snapping lifestyle um i learned from you recently that it started just as a blog but it's turned into much more than that can you share a little more about the evolution of long snapping lifestyle and how the NIL has been a major influence in this yeah, so I started as a junior in college um, with the long snapping lifestyle just as sort of a project for a class. Uh, you know, as a marketing major, you, we had a class that you had to kind of build your own brand. Um, so I started the long snapping lifestyle. It was a blog. We had, you know, just Twitter um, working it that way and getting a lot of cool interactions with different people. Um, since then, you know, we kind of moved it into a social media brand. We added Instagram. We added Twitter you know, and we started connecting different people. Uh, I thought it was going to be a really cool recruiting tool and it still is. Um, it's a way that I can reach out to young snappers and, and get work with them, help them out. Um, I love when guys DM me. I think that's awesome. They send me their film. They're like, Hey, can you help me out coach? Um, and I look at it as much as I can. I help them as to, to the extent that I can, but it's been a really cool experience. And then you mentioned the NIL that's, that's a whole new thing for us. Um, I want to thank the seven guys that we have on the roster right now, part of our Long Snapping Lifestyle Legends program. Um, check it out on the website. Check out their brands. We're, we're starting to build something really cool here. Um, but they took the opportunity to join our brand. Um, it was really neat for them uh, to hop on with me. I didn't know what was going to happen, honestly. Um, it was a whole new territory for us. So I appreciate those guys for taking a chance with us and, and building their personal brands through our umbrella. Um, so hopefully we can keep that up, keep adding guys, just a personal plug. Hey, if you're looking for, uh, to join the club, please DM me, let me know. Uh, we got three more spots on the year. So if you're a college snapper, Hey, I'll give you a chance. Let's, let's check it out. Let's have a conversation. And, uh, if I think you're built for it. Let's let's build your personal brand. But just a little plug there for me. Of course. And, and I'm, I'm all for the NIL and, and where it's going. And I think that these kids earn it. 
if people want to buy what you have to offer, I don't think that um, it should be regulated. Uh, I think it's 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 separate, and I, I'm glad that it's being perceived that way. Now it's it's a separate. You are in fact a personal brand as long as you you know, you represent the university well because you are related to the university. I think there should be no problems with generating revenue for yourself, uh, especially since we can't work as athletes in college. Uh, it'd be hard to do that. Um, so I want to talk about high school specialists a little more. And I do I do love getting DMs as well from kids all over the country. And sometimes it's even out of the country. Uh, kids in Germany and England play, kids in Japan play, kids in Mexico. And it's fascinating, right? Um, I actually had a Brazilian long snapper recently reach out. So we'll talk. I, I actually have a few ideas. Please write that down or whatever. I want to discuss a little more with you about some people I'd like to refer um, who may not speak up for themselves. But back to the high school kids, the kids that have not made it to college to have a, an opportunity to be in your legends program yet. Um, a lot of these kids express concern about the costs associated with the evaluation camps and getting a star or a rating from X, Y, or Z company. Um, I want you to tell these snappers specifically what other resources are out there um, for them and how, how can they use these resources to get noticed? I think that's been the coolest thing um, as we've grown through social media and everything. There's so many different outlets. Um, personally, I'd never been to a camp. Um, I, I got the opportunity to do that without going to some big expensive camp out of state, um, spending a bunch of money that, that, you know, maybe a lot of folks don't have. Um, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a whole new world out there that you can create your own recruiting tool. Brendan Cahill, he, uh, the, the kicking coach, he had a really cool quote on Twitter the other day. He said, if recruiting is driving you insane, then you're doing it wrong. Um, and I, I think that's 100% true. Like you need to be your own person. You need to be that person out there creating um, what you have to offer and don't let it get to your head. Like it's, it's really just putting yourself out there. Um, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be incredibly hard. There's so many coaches that are looking for players. There are so many people reaching out. Hey, can I see your film? Like drop your film here. Um, it's all about just kind of putting yourself out there and not being afraid to drop that film and take criticism. Uh, there is not a perfect long snapper in high school anywhere in the country. So don't, don't be that guy that I don't want to take the criticism. I don't want to be better. Like there's so many resources. There's so many coaches that you can reach out to. Um, and I think social media has created this, the most powerful recruiting tool we've ever had. And it's a hundred percent free. You don't have to, you know, spend hundreds of dollars to go to those camps. Sure, it's cool to compete. Um, I'm not going to dismiss that. I think it's it's awesome to see where you're at. But at the end of the day, those expensive camps don't build a lot of skills. They just kind of, they're a measuring tape. Um, and you can always build in different ways without, you know, just those recruiting camps or whatever you want to call them. There's so many different outlets and, and don't let your location or your, financial situation determine where you go for college because it all it takes is one coach i love that my takeaway i think is simple it's going to be that uh there's a lot of people out there especially in the twitter world right now in football especially that, that want to help you and can help you so if you think it's one or two doors that are the entrance way to your dreams you're sorely mistaken you know there's hundreds of uh ways to attack the same problem 
And I love what you said about free. Uh, it's free to perform well in a game. Your huddle account is free. Your Twitter account is free. Um, the film that you take in training, maybe in practice, maybe on a Saturday when you're by yourself, that's free too. It may take a little time. It may be tedious to set up. It may be you had to sacrifice go, not going to someone's birthday party, but that's the thing that shines to these coaches is kickers don't often get attempts in games, especially in field goal. Um, so you need to go find that film in, in another way. Practice, have the JV kid hold the phone or, or a, a coach that you really trust that cares about your process and, and, and the result. Like, do we see the ball in flight? Can we get a good gauge on it? All these things matter. And like you said, man, they're free. Um, I don't I don't think you need to pay for much anymore. And that's that's a beautiful thing. Um, as far as exposure goes. Um, but so thank you for that. And I, I want to kind of go further with that and saying the specialists, they must be repeatable, right? Uh, the fastest way to being repeatable is to get rid of excessive things, things that are unnatural. Um, and the best specialists understand the importance of film and self-reflection. Uh, each has an ability to compartmentalize their process and break down a rep into several pieces, Right. They analyze each piece. They identify the weak pieces. If they can eliminate those weak pieces, they will. Um, but, the, but the purpose is to identify anything that's excessive because the more moving parts, the less likely we will be repeatable. I'd like you to share what you believe to be the biggest difference between a good and a great snapper. Yeah, I, I appreciate that question. There's, there's a lot of little things um, that you can do to be, you know, go from good to great. Uh, but I would say the biggest two are patience and determination. Um, like I mentioned earlier, there's no long snapper at the high school level right now that is the best in the world. And there's, you know, it's hard to even say that there's any long snapper that's the best in the world. There's so many little things that you can get better at. And at the end of the day, it takes reps, it takes time, um, and it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen with one visit to a coach. Um, it's not going to happen with one workout. It's so many different things that are going to add up over time. And it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of determination because you're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to get games where you don't get to play. You're going to get to a level where you're not the best anymore. Um, and it's tough. I mean, that's for any athlete, but especially for specialists, there's only one of your position on each team. Like, it's so tough to put that ego aside and work with the guy that you're going up against. Um, just a little, a, a plug for the Ferguson boys up in the NFL. They got a cool podcast and I was listening to that this week. Um, Patrick scales from the bears talked about his relationship in the locker room with guys who are coming in to literally take your job. They're trying to take that money that you feed your family with. Like it, it gets serious when it gets to that level. Um, and there's nothing that they can do other than be determined and keep working. Um, learn from the guys around you, learn from the people who have done it before you. Um, there's always something to get better at. And I mean, that just plays into that social media key that we've been harping on. I mean, there's so many outlets. There's so many people to learn from. So you really got to set the ego aside. Um, you're, you're not the best. You don't know everything. But there are guys out there who can keep, teach you little things. Um, I know I learned so much as, as a young snapper in college going in and having some really great leaders. 
Um, so it goes both ways. I mean, if you're an older guy, be a great leader. Don't be, don't be selfish. Don't be, uh, trying to keep information or like if, if you see what can help a guy, help a guy. Um, cause we, at the end of the day, we're a community and the best snapper is going to win. And, and that's the tough part. You got to keep that competitive edge without having an ego. And that's so tough to do as a specialist. I think. When you said patience and determination, it got me thinking. Um, and I want you to kind of go into this a little bit from a snapping perspective, but I think that the ones who play on Sunday and Saturday or the great ones, quote unquote, on at the high school level right now that will be playing on Saturdays, I think that they have a refined process, pre-snap, sideline behavior, pre-game, practice, um, all these things um, that no one sees, right? Because I think that when it, when it comes to game time, we don't, have, we don't think we do, we act, we, we react we rely fully on what we've done in our training. So I'd like you to explain that a little more with patience and determination in terms of doing the mundane, the boring things and taking them very seriously. Yeah. I think especially at the collegiate level where you're really kind of focusing in on your specialty, uh, Seasons get long, man. There's not a ton of special teams work to be done. There's a lot of open time. Um, I'm sure it happens at the high school level too in the off season, uh, things like that. When you, when you don't have a ton to do, you have to be disciplined and you have to work in those, in those little periods of time where, you know, maybe it's not scheduled by your coach. You have to take it on your, your own shoulders to be able to work when nobody's watching, you know? And, and I think that's what a lot of, a lot of athletes in general struggle with is that working when you're not made to work or working when nobody's praising you or working when you're not the starter. Those are, those are the toughest times. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of little things and a lot of times where you're going to want to sit on the couch or whatever it might be. Um, you got to find ways to get better and there's always something to be done. There's always work to be done, whether it's in the weight room, whether it's actually snapping, actually kicking, whatever it is, there's something that can be done and in the off season and when you're sore and stuff like that, man, it gets tough. So you just got to power through. You got to find ways to get better. And that's what the elite do. Yeah, it does get tough. And you've got to find the time for the boring things like dry repetition, you know, like body movements and mechanics with, without the ball, because if you just kick all day or snap all day or punt all day, you're going to eventually experience fatigue and when fatigue sets in and we fight through that fatigue just for the sake of working hard that's when we invite those weird muscle movements that then our body remembers and that and they come out the worst of times so i do think it's important especially those that are transitioning to college to 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 realize that we've got to manage our time and and it's not for the simple sake of working we've got to work smart you know, I think there's a big difference. And I think that's where a lot of people, there's a disconnect, especially when they're taking their thing very seriously. They have to realize that there's so much more, like you said, that complement this snapping thing or this kicking thing. You know, it's the weight room, you know, it's the stretching, it's the recovery, it's the sleep. All of these things play a, a pivotal role in your performance. And by the way, we only get a few per game, you know, so we've got to execute when we're out there. Absolutely. I think what you hit on there is something that I took for granted a hundred percent during my career was those things that don't, maybe they don't seem like work. They don't seem like they're making you better, 
Um, but the training room, the stretching, um, the mental reps, stuff like that, that isn't necessarily physical. Um, you don't even need a ball necessarily. Like those things get you better if you're doing them in a focused way. If you're doing them in a way that pushes you towards whatever goal you have, um, those are huge. Those are what not everybody's doing. You know, that's what the five to 4% of snappers are doing to get better is eating right, getting that sleep, um, getting in the training room, stuff like that, that is taken for granted. Like a lot of guys, like for me, example, um, I'll, I'll admit it. I, I did not love the training room, hated it. In fact, it was not a huge stretcher, you know, stuff like that, that would have made a huge difference. I think looking back on it. Um, so my advice to young snappers out there, just, you know, don't take those things for granted. You've only got so much time. Um, and so do the little things. Okay. And then I have another one for you. If you had the opportunity to speak to the entire long snapping community from coaches down to peewee, just learn how to do it. Uh, if you had them all on a zoom for, I don't know, two or three minutes, you didn't have much time, but you had the, the whole platform. What would you say to these people and why? Yeah, um, I would say follow the long snapping lifestyle on Instagram, uh, Twitter. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, but yeah, I, I think we we kind of hit on two of the major ones. But for me, you know, if I really only had a couple seconds, it's ego. Um, as a as a snapper growing up, we're all competitive. Um, all athletes are competitive. To get to the next level, you have to be competitive. Um, there's always going to be things that come up. There's always going to be guys that are better than you seek out those guys, seek out their guidance. Um, I've had some really neat interactions with some very good snappers. And I 100% believe that if I would have sent them some film looking back, they would have told me different things that I could have tweaked. Um, but I, I oftentimes let that ego get in front of me. Um, and you know, you have to, that balance between competition and using your resources um like i mentioned before we we really are a community of snappers and there's so many opportunities to learn from different people and you can go outside of the snappers too i learned a lot from kickers um i still don't understand how you guys kick and punt uh i will probably never be able to coach that i just don't get how it comes off the foot but they teach you so much about their routine about what they need to be successful. And the better that those guys look, the better you look, you know? Um, so you have to, you have to take it outside of your personal scope. Um, you have to put that ego aside and you have to figure out what's best for you, what's best for your team um, and how to win. Cause that looks really good on film when you come off uh, an undefeated season in high school or something like that. That's an easy way to get recruited right there is being a leader um, and looking towards other people and learning from other people. Ego is a dangerous thing. We all have it. We're all egocentric. We're, in fact, we're born that way. I've got a two-year-old daughter home right now, as I told you before we hit the record button, and she's got an ego. And I think as we get older and we realize that we all have imperfections and shortcomings and we all have dreams and aspirations, and there's always someone who's been there and done it before us, and I love what you said, if you put the ego aside, right, and you, and you seek out this help, people like us who are older now who did it, um, we get a joy out of young people seeking us out. And we have to, we've got to, I think, remind these kids that when you put the walls down and start building some bridges, 
there's some wonderful things that can come out of this. Um, so I, I couldn't thank you enough for bringing up the ego because I think it's important and it's funny how there's an indirect relationship with, with ego and like the levels of performance. And what I mean by that is the NFL guys, they completely put their ego aside because they're around the best in the world. And, 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 and they obviously confide in their peers to get in, to improve, I should say. And it's neat when I talk to like uh, Austin Seibert right now for the lions, we talk twice a week on zoom and, he you would think he was a high school kid and, and the amount of questions asked and just can you repeat that i just want to clarify i understand that oh yeah that makes sense to when i talk to a really good high school kid in a zoom lesson and like you mentioned earlier it's almost like he thinks he's figured out, out almost everything right and and he's the furthest from from figuring out everything um, but until the ego is put aside i don't know if if you're gonna find progress as easy as you'd like to so I, uh, I know that was long winded, but that meant a lot to me what you said. And I think that goes a long way with not just snapping and kicking and punting, but just life is put your ego down. Um, there's a lot of people that want to help you in life. So I, uh, Joe, I want to thank you for joining. And as always, I'd like to ask my guests to please share a few ways they can reach you um, in addition to what you've already mentioned, but please repeat the Twitter handle, um, but some other ways possibly. Yeah, so long snapping LS. Um, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Um, we've got coaches all over the country. That's one of the really cool things about the NIL deals that we've done. Um, we've cultivated a number of snappers from all over the country, and I mean they're they're awesome dudes. All of them. Um, they've all shown interest in being coaches and, and wanting to help the next level of snappers. Um, so check out our website, check out and see if there's a guy near you. I, I'm pretty sure there is. We've got a good coverage of the country. Um, and it's awesome to kind of build those relationships and see those guys build their coaching careers. Um, so reach out there. I'm always open DMS. I'm happy to help, but yeah, those are the main ones right there. Awesome. Well, it means a lot to me for sure. And I think everyone here at fourth down focus is grateful that you were able to come on today and share information that can and will benefit all of us on both on and off the field, which is super important to me. It's not just about football. This is, this is life. Uh, so please give us a five-star rating or review, subscribe to the show, share it with a friend. If you have questions related to the podcast or suggestions for future topics or guests, um, even if you have feedback, you, you can reach me, Dan Lundy, in several ways. My website is fourthdownu.com. My Instagram and Twitter is at fourthdownu. And on Facebook and LinkedIn, you can find me by simply searching Dan Space Lundy, L U N D Y. Thanks again for joining us at Fourth Down Focus, presented by Bet Online. We'll see you in a few weeks with an exciting new guest. And I hope 2021 is still treating each of you well. In all things, give thanks. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save. 